are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want you to open your Bibles to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Now, we're going to continue on the subject of kingdom, but we're going to take a little different slant to it. We're going to talk about kingdom principles. But I want to read you what I call the foundation, one of the foundation scriptures of what we're sharing about the kingdom in Matthew, the 13th chapter. And let's read from verse 9, where Jesus said, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, he has just given us the parable of the sower. Then he says, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou to them in parables? And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given for you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but unto them it is not given. Now, we dealt with this in the other session, but I want to say it again because it's important. Here he calls it the kingdom of heaven. Now you notice Mark's gospel. Mark calls it the kingdom of God. Now many places in the scripture when it says kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God, they mean the same thing. Now not in every instance, but in this instance it does mean the kingdom of God. We know it does because we read in Mark the fourth chapter where he is recording this same incident. He says the kingdom of God. So he's talking about the kingdom because it is given for you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, but unto them it is not given. For whosoever hath, whosoever hath what? Whosoever hath ears to hear is what he's referring to. Whosoever hath ears to hear, to him shall be given and he shall have more abundance But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that which he hath. Now, it's a serious thing when individuals don't have ears to hear the gospel concerning the kingdom. Because he said, if you don't have ears to hear, it will be taken away from you what little knowledge you have. Now, I didn't say that. Jesus said it. So let's be open and receptive to what the Spirit of God will deal with you about tonight. Like I've mentioned that what I say may not be near as important as what the Spirit of God said about what I said. Because you see, even if I missed it in something that I told you, the Spirit of God could take some phrase out of that and minister to an area in your life that I don't know a thing about. So be sensitive to the Spirit of God as the Word goes forth because He's going to minister to you. Now, I function in the office of a teacher. That's primarily my niche in the ministry is to teach the body of Christ. Now, there's some other things that the Lord has used me in, but primarily that's what I am, is a teacher. So, let's look now at the kingdom of God here and the principles of the kingdom. We'll not go back and review the things that we got into in the other session, but turn with me now to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and let's talk about one of the principles of the kingdom, because when you start talking about operating in the kingdom of God, you're talking about operating with principles that God has established. Now, you'll find as we go along, there are some formulas. There's formulas for certain things. But it doesn't work just because you work a formula. You have to have the principle. 
There's a lot of people grasp formulas, but without the principle of the matter, see, they don't have an understanding of what causes it to work or how to get it in motion. Then they get offended at the word and Satan steals it from them. But now let's notice here, let's begin with the uh, 13th verse, 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Paul is speaking. He says, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Now, Paul is quoting from an Old Testament scripture. This is found in Psalms 116, verse 10, where David said, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Now, whether you realize it or not, that's what you do. The things you believe, you speak. Now, there's a principle here that if you get a hold of it, it works in your life and it works two or three different ways. What you speak, you believe, and what you believe, you speak. And the more you speak it, the more you believe it. He said, we having the same spirit of faith. As we believe, we therefore speak. And then Paul goes on and says, we also believe. Not only did David say that, see. Paul says, we also believe and therefore speak. So what you believe, you're going to speak. Now, if you speak it long enough, even things that you don't believe, you'll end up believing it. You know why? Because faith cometh by hearing. Now, see, somebody said, well, now, I thought the Bible said that faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. Well, if you're talking about faith in God, in His Word, then that's the way it would come, by hearing the Word of God. But that is a truth, see. Romans 10, 17, Paul says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, he's talking about faith in God and His Word. Now, see, that's a truth. Don't ever take a truth and try to make the truth out of it. Because if you do, you're going to get narrow, see. Now, Paul says, faith in God and His Word comes by hearing what God said. Now, see, that being a truth, but the truth is that faith cometh by hearing. Whether you're hearing God, or whether you're hearing me, or whether you're hearing the weatherman, faith cometh by hearing. Let's go a step further. Whether you're hearing God, or whether you're hearing me, or whether you're hearing the devil, faith cometh by hearing. And as you believe, you speak. And the more you speak it, the more you believe it. And the more you believe it, the more you'll speak it. Because out of the buns of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So here's the principle of the kingdom is that what you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you believe. Now the beginning of it, of course, would be speaking it to believe it. Now that's why it's important to confess what God said. Now, see, people say, oh, you're just working a formula. You're just saying all these scriptures, and that's too mechanical. No, we're doing what the Word of God says. We having the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. If we believe it, we should speak it. Now, you do that in everything else in life. What you believe, you speak. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, I'm just afraid I'm going to be so sick I can't go to church Sunday? You know why they said that? Because they believed it. You know why they're afraid? Because they believe. See, most of the time when somebody says, I'm afraid this or that's going to happen, just take the word afraid out and put believe in there. And you've got the meaning of what they said. Well, I'm just afraid we're not going to have the money to make the payment on the house at the end of the year. That means you believe you're not. As we believe, we speak. Now, not only that... As you speak, you will believe. 
Now, it starts from speaking. Normally, this is where it starts. It starts from speaking negative things that causes you to have faith in the negative. Now, I don't know whether you've noticed this or not, but this world's in a negative stream. And if you're not careful, it'll carry you down that primrose path to destruction with it. If you're going to be positive, you're going to have to go upstream. Have you noticed that any old dead fish can float downstream? <laughs> but it takes a live one to go upstream. Now, if you get this principle and the understanding of it, and realize that what you're continually speaking is what you're going to believe, even if you don't believe it when you first start saying it. Now, the Spirit of God taught me this. I stopped one time. I was confessing the words, you know, and I'd got a hold of faith and confession. I'd heard a sermon or two on it and read a book or two on it. And I thought, well, it's in the Bible. I'm going to do it. So I started confessing what God said. But my old religious mind, see, that had been trained in unbelief for 20 years, just rose up against what I say and said, now you're just lying. That's all there is to it. You're lying and you're supposed to be a Christian. Here you are saying you have abundance and you know you don't know whether you can borrow enough money to farm another year or not. And I just stopped. And I said, Lord, I just feel like I'm lying saying all this stuff. And you know what he said to me? The Spirit of God spoke this into my spirit. It was so clear. It wouldn't have been any clearer if it had come over a loudspeaker. He said, son, how could you lie saying what I said? That's all I was doing, saying what God said. Father, I've given and it's given unto me. I've sowed bountifully and my God meets my need according to his riches and glory because I had done what the word said to do. Now see, you've got to do what it takes to activate the promise in your life. I had done that. I had been diligent to do that. And so the Spirit of God just said, Son, how could you lie saying what I said? You know, I was like saying sick them to a bulldog. I just started saying it all over again. And I continue to say it, and I continually say it. And now I believe it. Not only that, I'm having manifestation of it now, but I wasn't having any then. So you see, what you believe you speak, or what you speak you will believe. Now, it could work to your detriment if you're saying things that are not true. But you see, how can you say something that God said about you that wouldn't be true? I mean, if God said it, it's truth. Now, whether it is manifest in your life or not, it doesn't matter at this point. If it is true that God said it concerning you, then you should say it concerning yourself. You ought to be what God says you are, and you ought to say what God said about you. Can you see that? All right, now let's look at this. We're talking about the principle of the kingdom. And Paul said, we believe and therefore speak. Now come right down to verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Now, isn't that good news that the inward man is renewed day by day? You ladies would be glad to know that. <laughs> You're not getting any older on the inside. The spirit, the real you is not getting any older. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7306 entitled The Ministry of Angels. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. You remember in the Old Testament, in Exodus, the 23rd chapter, 
God said to Israel, For mine angel shall go before thee, and bring thee unto the Amorites, the Hittites, the Persevites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, and I'll cut them off. Now, he assigned a special angel to them to lead them to the promised land. But did you know that they didn't get to the promised land? The people that he first said that to, they all died in the wilderness with the exception of Joshua and Caleb because they would not speak what God said. They would not agree with what God said. God said, I've given you the land. Go in and possess it. They went in there to search out the land and came back with an evil report. Ten of the spies did. Twelve went in. Ten came back and said, we're not able to possess the land. There are giants over there. Joshua and Caleb saw the same giants. They came back and said, we're well able. Let's go in at once. And here's the point that we talk about in these series. The fact that even the angel, the angel of the Lord that had been assigned to them to lead them to the promised land, couldn't get them to the promised land if they did not obey or keep the word of God in their mouth, and they died in the wilderness. That's offer number 7306. If you don't keep God's word in your mouth, you won't have faith in your heart to do the things that you need to do in life. Ministry of Angels, offer number 7306. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. Toll-free order line 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.